Hey guys, I'm Jen, and thanks for checking out my podcast, My Streaming Bubble. It's where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Why did I start this podcast, you ask? That's a good question. Thank you for asking. Well, it all started because I'm a really good show watcher and a really good show talker, and my boss told me to stop doing it at work all the time. So a podcast was born. Every episode, myself and someone that I tolerate will be talking about whatever recent binge obsession or rewatch we've just put ourselves through. So please consider this your spoiler warning. Spoilers for not only the show we're dishing about, but whatever else might pop up during our little chat. Anyways, thanks for joining us in my streaming bubble, and I hope you enjoy it. Keep streaming. started. This is uh, My Streaming Bubble. Welcome to My Streaming Bubble, where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. And today we're tolerating Laura. And while this is the third or fourth time we've recorded, this is the first time the sound has come through. <laughs> Which may or may not be a good thing. Yeah, we'll see. It's unfortunate because we had some good stuff in the last ones and there's just nothing salvageable there but yeah the difference this time though is that i am buzzed so <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah so um i was sober the other times maybe that's why you couldn't hear me no it was a thing i didn't do or something i was just giving you an out jen no i'm will fully embrace the fact that i have no fucking clue what i'm doing and Okay, well, I'm on record as of trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying this. Something to try. Um, so, yeah, so we just, we talk about our shows that we watch, binge watch, obsess over and whatnot, and just the stuff that, you know, you get yelled at for work, at, for at work, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. I haven't had time to get yelled at at work yet. Is that a good thing? One yes. weekend? Okay. Yes. All right. I would say so. So, um, you know, we, uh, the thing to talk about today, I suppose, was Stranger Things season mm -hmm. three. Yep. So I have to say that, first of all, the, before I finished it, when I was like two episodes away, the ending was spoiled for me. So, um, oh, and I guess all I of the ending? Hopper. Uh, and I guess I should pretty much state that, um, you know, the sh podcast is, spoiler filled so obviously don't listen if you haven't watched the series or season or current or listen and keep a neuralizer handy however you want to do whatever things. you gotta do listen don't listen but you know maybe try to listen <laughs> yeah the theme of today's show is trying try please um, <laughs> so yeah so season three stranger things what was your overall take on it? I should note that I have started taking notes during the shows that I plan on talking about, and I left my notebook upstairs, but I took notes. <laughs> Which gives you another vehicle to remember them in terms of mnemonic devices. So you should be fine. Yeah. So You remember that you took notes, therefore you remember the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a lot of, like, trying to, like, write and watch and pause and not pause and lose the moment and then... It was a lot of work. It was very stressful. Also, it should be noted, I'm a giant nerd slash geek, so it's going to happen. It's going to come out. Nerd. Mnemonic devices. <laughs> yeah, look that one up. <laughs> Finding Nemo takes on a whole new meaning with, with that knowledge. Holy shit. Nemo mnemonic device? <laughs> oh, my <Yes>. God. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and Dory couldn't remember anything. No, that was my first. That was my first inclination about the name Finding Nemo. It wasn't about Captain Nemo from the books or anything like that. It wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. I'm like, it's mnemonic devices. That's why she can't remember anything. That's what it's about. And I was told no, I was wrong, and I was so devastated. But I don't no. care. I believe it's true. Therefore, it is. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? I like it. Makes sense. Yeah, and it's a total. 
Disney Pixar thing to do. It blew your mind. Blew my mind. All over the place. Yeah, since you lagged the visual, um, she fell away from her microphone <laughs> for a I minute. screeched into the microphone and then fell sideways onto the couch. So, if it was a cartoon, she'd have little X's for eyes. Yes, <laughs> uh, absolutely. <coughs> so, anyway, <laughs> but, but yeah. Overall impressions. Overall impressions of Stranger Things three. Yes. Um. There were aspects of it that I absolutely loved. And then at the same time, if I'm looking at it holistically from where it came in to where it ended, I'm just kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't feel sad after the first season or the second season. You know, worried, worried about those poor kids who Mm -hmm. adults seem to be oblivious about the entire Mm -hmm. time. Perfect 80s sitcom. Absolutely. Era thing going on. I told him that throughout... All three seasons so far, you know, that whole 80s authenticity has always been there. They lost me when they all get in the car and Nancy told them to put their seatbelts on. That's what Aaron said. He's like, they wouldn't have cared about that then. I'm like, you're right. But maybe she did because she's misresponsible. Possibly. And knowing that, I guess, all their other crazy driving misadventures... (laughs) Also, didn't have them, like, pile into the trunk? How does that work? Yeah, I don't I understand. Know. I mean, like, I my could... grandma had a station wagon, but it didn't look like that in and the I trunk. And I see maybe, like, more front seat, you know, concerned with seatbelt, but not, like, yeah, back seat. I think in the 80s it was still just kind of like, eh, you're fine in the back seat because you'll just fly up and hit the back of the front seat. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, kids, we're getting chased by a giant monster from another plane. Mm-hmm. Let's put on our seatbelts just in case we need a little extra time to not get away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but you know, she was also the uptight, responsible one, mm-hmm. usually. So I guess it kind of worked for a character, but not for the time period. Yeah. So I let it slide. Aaron did not. It was great. <laughs> I mentioned because I watched it. Um, I watched it alone first, so I could enjoy it. Yeah. And then I'm rewatching it with Timmy, and he's got one episode left. Left. I'm also watching it with Rossi, and he's about. Um, he's got about four episodes left. How's he handling this one? Pretty well. And we realized episode five is where Lee draws the line. <laughs> it was when um, Mind Flayer Billy was choking out L in the oh, sauna in like that basement area. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did not like that. <laughs> Interesting. I think between choking, actually choking L. And all the weird, you know, like the black lines and everything all over his body. And yeah, I think did the he eyes s- were black, were blacking out at that time, too. Did he see the mind player attach his, like, face sucker thing? To- no, he missed that part. Okay, because so he might have bowed out sooner. Yeah, he hasn't been, like, watching it, watching it. But he seems to pop in and pay attention to the best parts. <laughs> but That's a not for a five-year-old. No. I didn't let Felix watch it. I I can't. I can't no. do it. I even watching it the first time. I'm like, I don't know if Ross is going to make it. Oh, I totally let Lily watch it, though. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. I mean, she is almost 10, I suppose. Yeah. But still, it's like, I want to see how much you can handle. Mm-hmm. You're you're supposed to be tough like your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like, like, yeah, I mean, granted, it was the 80s. So there was, you know, like pre-PG-13, so I ended up watching a lot of things that we shouldn't have. Oh, God, Nightmare on Elm Street was my mm-hmm. first horror movie. And you know I how too. old I was? How old? Five. <gasps> Me too! No way! I was with older cousins, and the oldest uh, kept covering my eyes, so I moved down. How considerate of them. Um. Well, and then I sat with, like, the youngest of my three oldest, and she did a piss-poor job of covering my eyes. So I saw like, enough. Like this? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because she was just, like, you know, eyes wide, because she's only seven years older than I am. So I tell you what, I watched that with my parents. Like, it was, like, some sort of, I don't know, hazing thing I wasn't aware of existed in my family until it happened to me. <laughs> so when my younger siblings came along, mm-hmm. I embraced it. Like, it freaked me out, but I embraced it. You embraced it. So when they were remodeling our house and, you know, there were some incomplete sections of the basement, including some of the ducting from the furnace room, uh, I was skinny enough 
might still be, I don't know, but definitely then, to wedge myself in between the furnace and the wall so that I could reach through the, the hole in the wall that they'd made for one of the ducks. Mm-hmm. And our bedrooms were in the basement. So when my sister came downstairs to go to bed, I had a glove <laughs> with, with butter knives taped, <laughs> taped to the fingers. And I waited, and I, I'm listening to her footsteps. <laughs> oh my god oh man it was great <laughs> i bet it was she could not watch that movie because uh. of what my brother and i did to her because you traumatized her and honestly that's what our parents did to us so yeah. what did they expect yeah you're just we were just following their lead right we were just continuing the trend we were just following exactly. what that's that's the family tradition i suppose mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's played a huge part in warping my sense of humor yeah. for shows like this. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. I watch, yeah, plenty of stuff. Too young. But, yeah, there was something about those exploding rats that turned into, like, the goo monsters that just totally repulsed me. Yeah, that was super gross. And to this day, if there are horror movies about bugs, I can't do it. Don't know. And bugs. it's not bugs in general. Like, arachnophobia, I love that Ugh. movie. No, I love pass, that hard movie. pass. And no, I, was, I was freaked out about showers for like fucking ever. Like basically, <laughs> like arachnophobia did to me what like Psycho did to my dad. Interesting how that works. Yeah, it, you know, I mean, his was you know legit, Ed, you know, Ed Gein murder or whatever. But mine was okay, spiders fine. like falling down from. Uh, but that actually happened to me. So you see, uh, I felt I felt prepared for that because of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, there are these fighters in Australia called Huntsmans. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We know. We've seen the Twitters and the <laughs> No. You don't know just by seeing the Twitters. You have to you have to be there. You have to be there and be in a compromised position where you don't have pants on and have one fall uh, on your head. Ah, uh, that sounds terrible. Did I send you the one video where it was like the giant spider like the car sitting in traffic? It was from Australia. And like the car sitting in traffic and just a big ass spider crawls in between like the door frame <laughs> yes and, it like squeezed itself through some <laughs> ah, like i got used to them but that that still bothered me but yeah. you know what australia has that i could never ever ever get used to those cockroaches Ugh. they are like four inches long three to four inches long why is everything in australia and they fly like... no yes they fly. Uh, so when there was the giant flood, there was like a flock of them. Like normally what you would see birds doing, but it was cockroaches going inland. And I'm just like, no. That's fucking unpleasant no. as so fuck. if I see anything that's... that remotely looks like that, I'm out. I hate you for telling me that. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> My real life experiences in Australia were more of a nightmare than any horror movie. I'm, I don't doubt that. You watched the Harry Potter movies, right? Mm-hmm. And you saw in the second one the spiders uh-huh. running away into mm-hmm. the forest. Yeah. Because of the basilisk. I saw that because of the floods. For real. <laughs> so terrifying. <laughs> it was it was terrifying yeah. and disgusting. Yeah. But somehow like awe inspiring at the same time. Like I, these I suppose these, a- these bugs, for lack of a better term, had a better evacuation plan than the damn general <laughs> public. <laughs> It's amazing what instinct, just natural instinct. Yeah, and they knew when to use human infrastructure and when not to. So, you know, after living that, watching Stranger Things, I I didn't get freaked out as much by some of the things as I thought I would. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, that mind player was pretty damn disgusting. Yeah, that mind player was pretty gross. And the whole face sucky thing, like, I don't want to ever experience that. Mm -mm. But that was kind of like... Well, that's what it looks like when you have masks on in the hospital, you know, like CPAP. So I'm like, I'm like, great. I'm having a flashback PTSD (laughs) right now. I'd be so screwed if this mind player thing was real. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that thing was they did a good job with that. But the good thing is they balanced it out with a lot of age appropriate and 80s appropriate. Just. I don't know, tongue in cheek day-to-day humor mm-hmm. so it worked really well and i love i love the scoop troop <gasps> fuck yes oh my god their adventure was probably my favorite scoop troop that's they were yeah and dustin's persistence whenever he was trying to call someone on a walkie-talkie like not just Susie, <laughs> but 
everyone. Like I'm when like, he's dude, like first coming back. And- I'm like, dude, you tried like 18 times. Oh. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like that kid's autistic. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, oh, dusty bun. <laughs> dusty bun. <laughs> so that, okay. Like the never whole ending never story. ending story part. While internally I'm like, we don't have fucking time for this. And you, and I love that you eventually saw it on everyone's faces since they were all hooked into the, you know, into the comms and, you know, the walkie talkies. <laughs> he regretted that choice. But, uh, <laughs> but I laughed so fucking hard during when they're like in their car driving from the mind player and it's chasing them in the background, but they're singing the song. And everyone's more concerned with that than they're the mind player like, chasing them in the background. And I love that even in the, even in the show, in that moment, that was enough to just take them all out of it and just be like, what in the fuck are we is happening right now yeah it put the tension into the back of your mind just like yeah. just like the mind flayer was behind them yeah it's like okay so is this for a moment because <laughs> thank you i needed that <laughs> sort of kind of yeah because this <laughs> one was this one was pretty scary very definitely like kicked it up in the but oh my horror god level when she requested their song did you anticipate it being the theme song to never ending story absolutely not i didn't either so i if I was drinking something at that particular moment, would have spit it everywhere. Yep. And I have carpet in my living room. We're not doing that. <laughs> I was laying in bed, so yeah, that would have been unpleasant and gross and moist. Uh, damp. 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 Damp, remember? Damp. Yeah. We don't want to offend anyone <laughs> with moist, so we're going to use damp instead. Yeah. Even when talking about baked goods. Like cake. Cake. I damp make cake. Band I make, name. Oh, my cakes are it. so damp. <laughs> So, but yes, okay. So then the ending was spoiled for me. Just Hopper. Oh. So fucking pissed off about that. (laughs) And so during the finale, I'm watching and I'm like, well, I know something's going to, like, and I guess not specifics, you know, like all I saw was someone had posted on Facebook was like, not Hopper. I'm like, you Well, that spoils everything. Yeah. How to spoil an entire episode in two words. Yeah. So, um, so just kind of anticipating. So it's like, you know, him and Elle's little heart to heart in the mall and everything. And I'm just like, just kind of underneath, like seething a little bit. Cause I'm like, I feel like I can't enjoy this because I know what's going to happen. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just whiny pissy pants baby about it right now. <laughs> I'm just you know, picturing that as a cartoon character, by the way. Whiny pissy pants baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, make that Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> they probably will. Oh, they God, just have don't to dare hear them. This. Don't dare them. <laughs> um Yeah, so like I wasn't it wasn't as emotional. I mean it was still sad. I actually felt sorry for Billy. I did too. I felt really bad for Max. Okay, Aaron did not feel bad for Billy. He's like, Well, at least he had a chance to redeem himself, but dude totally deserved it. And I'm like, but he didn't do those things as himself. Yeah. I mean, he was a bit of a douche, but also there's justification for that. Oh, yeah. Maybe he just needed some time to grow up and distance himself to right his path, you know? Mm-hmm. But now now he's just gone. I don't think Billy would have ever righted his path. You don't think so? I don't think so. Why not? I think he would have... I don't know. I think he would have just stayed that path. I think that's what made him feel strong and powerful and you know secure because yeah. you know with those little flashback bits and everything you know after his mom bailed which was way harsh to bail without him i mean i get it yeah. in a way but so do i as you know someone who was a non-custodial parent for a while like there are circumstances that you where you just don't have that choice sure and of course your kids don't understand so it's hard for me to watch that because mm-hmm. I understood it from both sides. Yeah. And it didn't make it hurt any less. Yep. But. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I totally get it. The mom had to get out. Yep. She, that was my interpretation was she had to go. She didn't have the means to be able to take Billy with her, you know. Yeah. And if to, she didn't go then, she's going to die. Yeah. I mean, let's be real about it. Yep. So, and then like that next memory He's beating the kid, beating the crap out of some kid and, you know, calling him a pussy just like his dad was doing to him. Yeah, so you, lovely guy. Yeah. You immediately saw the cycle 
of abuse and um, violence I don't start. Know. I, f- I feel like he had some potential to change because he did make that decision at the end. I mean, if he wasn't ever going to change his path, he wouldn't have had that ability. And also, you know, he wasn't always nice to Max, but he did look out for her. Yeah, but in that weird, but in a, like in a abusey, manipulatey, I don't know, like not in a healthy way. I'm not saying he was healthy, but he didn't have the tools to be healthy. That's true. If he got out of there and... See, and found think, a way. And I think the only reason why he made the right decision at the end anyways was because he had been possessed by the Mind Flayer for all of that. Like that moment, I, I think there was like the moment in the sauna um, that was really him. I agree. You know, I don't think it lasted long, but it was enough where I think I, I was like, I think that's Billy. I think he's... He's broken through, he's speaking out, but it's not right. going to last long, clearly, because... But it was... I don't know. He was probably the most broken person on that show. Absolutely. Even including Will and Eleven. Now, <laughs> just so D&D Will was, like, the odd man out everywhere. Will, oh, like, his I friends know. wouldn't play D&D with him. He didn't have a girlfriend or boyfriend, because mm-hmm. who knows what his sexuality is. Mm-hmm. You know, um kind of missed out on some time of his own life being stuck in the upside down. So exactly. his maturity might not be the same. But then even in terms of being useful, he didn't do anything practically good. No. He doesn't have powers like Eleven. All no. he had was the, the super sense of, there's goosebumps on the back of my neck. The Mind Flayer's here. And my favorite instance of that was the Mind Flayer's here while everyone else is looking up and already looking at it. At the cat. And I'm exactly. like, I'm like, what the fuck, Will? Yeah. Come on. And then it's like, even like in the hospital, you know, Nancy and Jonathan are being chased through like how many goddamn floors of this and hospital. nobody knows. And nobody notices. And I it's mean, like, there's bodies like fucking everywhere. I guess it's the 80s and technology was not the same, but somebody had to fucking notice that. That's a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaken. I don't know, man. I Maybe just Hawkins is kind of like, yeah, weird shit happens here. Whatever. Yeah, well, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their little, like, mock you, mockumentary documentary thing. Oh, that was hilarious. I was like, I would watch the shit out of that. They <laughs> Next, need to make that 60 for real. Minutes. Yeah. Well, they needed to do a 60-minute spot. That mm-hmm. would have been great. Um, and Oh, and I loved Russian Terminator. Yeah. I, I giggled okay. every single fucking time. And then especially after you got the little cut. Just his panning and... <laughs> Oh, the tropes, the tropes. They hit all the tropes. Oh, like unlimited ammo. Yes. It's my favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then impervious just... to 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 real injury, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, how like Hopper got punched in the kidneys, like how many fucking times? How was he and seriously, like when, you know, Joyce got him back to the cabin and everything after they broke into the old lab. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how did I get here? And she's like, slowly. Like, seriously. Okay, so I think this season takes place over four days. Did she drag him there? (laughs) It can't be four days. They spent like two days lost. Really? Because like in the beginning, when um, Hopper goes to Klein's office, to the mayor's, you know, before, you know, when he gets called down there to like try and get all the protesters out. I think Klein says, you know, it's in four days. Hopper's like, uh, the 4th of July. Oh, shit. So it really was four days. Oh, my God. I didn't pay attention to that. Now I'm like, how the fuck did they do all of this? <laughs> That's like Game of Thrones time travel in the last couple of seasons. It happens in it happens in rural Indiana, everyone. It can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't. There's no way Joyce would have. She must have had to find a cart. Or something in the abandoned lab. Super mom adrenaline? Maybe. She built him a cart out of logs in the woods and rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even finish that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. That what doesn't a... make any sense. Oh, my God. That's even more impressive than Game of Thrones time travel. They have mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. Hawkins has science fiction. But nobody has access to it except for the crazy Russians and the kids. Yes. So that how, was amazing. So how how 
Oh, and the, the crazy Russians not buying that, that Steve and Robin, who, by the way, was probably my favorite character of the season. As soon as she popped on the screen, I was like, season three MVP. Calling it. Oh, well, it was pretty much like the second episode in that she was on the screen. She's like, I bet yep. she's a lesbian. That's what that's what Aaron said. And then she turned out to be, and I'm like, God damn you. So you want to hear something kind of adorable? So we were watching that episode last night, Timmy and I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, at the same fucking time. <laughs> that would have been a YouTube moment. Because, like, I'm a dork and I have to put everything on closed captioning, Me which too. is also pretty sweet because in the I'm... scene where Joyce punches Klein at the fair, goes, man, yeah, lady. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty Close awesome. captioning, I don't, I don't know if I would have caught that. But... <clears throat> Um, lesbian moment yes yeah so she's like telling the story and everything and it's like going through the second time i'm trying to figure out like were there more subtle clues or anything like or maybe not even that subtle was there anything that maybe was missed and i was like not really i mean aaron called it right away yeah but sometimes it's like you know, it seems like the obvious thing to pair these two people up, kind of opposites attract and, you know, odd yeah. couple kind of pairing that, you know, they, they're they kind of resisting their feelings for each other and then come around at the end. That's one of the tropes, too. So I think they were yep. playing off of that. So they, they were did playing a good off job. of that. And then to put a twist on that so as not to make it tired, you know, and play it out, that's, I'm guessing, how Aaron got to that conclusion. I'm not sure. However he did it, I was impressed because I didn't want to believe it. And, you know, even if the truth is staring you in the face, mm-hmm. if you don't want to believe it, you're not going to see it. Yeah. No. And I guess I didn't really think about it. I just kind of assumed, like, right away from, like, the previews and everything, too. It's like, oh, he's working. Um, uh, scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy. I want there to be a Scoops Ahoy. Yeah, it was, from what I could tell, it was basically, like, yeah, Baskin-Robbins. Oh, can I... Mm-hmm. On the Scoops Ahoy team. Okay. Erica was a surprise. I love that girl. I Can't love spell and- America without Erica. And then Dustin's look on his face. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Okay, but true. <laughs> I love the, the reference to their My Little Pony. <gasps> that... I laughed so fucking hard both times. <laughs> yeah, me too. Now, Erica was simultaneously impressive and annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, as an older sibling with a younger sibling, I'm like, God damn, no wonder Lucas is at her all the time. But I'm also like, Lucas, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at his sister, I'm like, damn, he's the dumb one in the family, isn't he? Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a nerd. So I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Although I wish more people, I, you know, I wish like Max had been more supportive of his um, fireworks plan. You know, uh, like, cause well, I'm just like, yeah, grab everything. That's, that's a good point. Actual gunpowder. He is correct. That is like, yes, it's sparkly and pretty, but that's a fuck ton right there for a like a random grocery store, convenience store or whatever and teeny tiny. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me. Indiana in the 80s, like, that's a a big old display of fireworks. Take Uh, it. God, yeah. Admittedly, it worked better than I thought it would. But, yeah, I I can see why she she didn't see it as a viable thing. I just felt like they, yeah, I didn't like how much they were like, we need L, 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 L. I know, but that was setting it up for her to lose her power, so everyone saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think about that, Elle losing her powers? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think it's part of her physical makeup. So, I don't think she's necessarily lost them. I think she may have pushed herself over the limit, and she needs to recuperate. And... Who knows how long that will take. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know who she is without them. Yeah. So. Now she gets to explore that a little bit more. Maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe she's going to be so obsessed with getting them back that. And I don't know. It's It depends what direction they decide to take things in now. Yeah. 
And uh, what do you think of like Hopper throughout the season? Okay, the first thing that Aaron noticed was that he'd gotten even fatter than the last season. Um, he's like, why are they doing that? He's a cop. He's not supposed to get fat. I'm like, he's a rural cop. Of course mm-hmm. he's going to get fat. Yeah. But anyways. Fatter and like shaggier, like hair. A he more seemed. Dishevel- I don't know if dishevel. I wouldn't. Mm, yes. But. Longer, I guess. You know, he seemed like he just couldn't keep it together after mm-hmm. what happened in the previous season. I kind of took it as, you know, so like when we first meet. Hopper in season one, you know, he's obviously, he obviously has issues. He's got a depression. drinking problem. Yep. He's got a drinking problem, depression, pill problem. He was still a very like angry person because of what happened. I don't you know, think that's his, changed. I don't think that changed either. I think it was just all of that was kind of numbing it. And now that he, you know, had stopped taking the pills, he's got someone that he has to care for. He's been kind of more or less thrown into single dad life and he hasn't, had that been in that role, he doesn't have someone to kind of balance him out. He is, yeah, disheveled. He's a little kind of beside himself with raising a teenage daughter who keeps making out and he's freaking out about that. And in a sense, yeah. it's like adorable and everything, but his ability to like handle that and cope with that, I mean, was still very Hopper esque, but I just, I didn't like. A lot of it. Well, he didn't have time to adjust to going from, you know, a little girl to a teenage girl either. Exactly. Because he lost his own daughter. And I'm sure that pain was always there in the background. Oh, yeah. And he didn't stop drinking. No, and he I didn't think stop drinking. All the sci-fi stuff that happened and watching other people die and, you know, getting trapped in some pretty bad situations probably made some things worse. Well, because he did say, you know, he did tell Joyce, he's like, well, I almost shot so-and-so's dog because I thought it was... One of the demo dogs coming so, yeah. after him. So he's got he's got some trauma. PTSD. Mm-hmm. If he didn't already, he does now. So you know, like he still had his moments where it's like, yeah, Hopper, you know, awesome, awesome job. Like mm-hmm. the whole bluff with yeah, with Alexi. Co- oh God, that was great. That was hilarious. So during that whole thing, I was kind of teetering. I'm like, I don't know, Hop. That's kind of. I mean, I it, was it makes too. Like he starts was, the engine. And I'm like, shit, he's gone. I was like, oh no. Like I'm back and forth. I was like, I, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But Hopper, I don't know. You, you're not looking so good, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you've just been very angry and explosive and just very like. I I don't want to say like volatile, but just like. Very loud and well angry. Had things not ended as they did, I think him and Joyce being together would an ex- would have been an extremely toxic yeah. relationship. They may have been good for each other in some aspects, but there would have been times where they would have been horrible for each other. I don't Yeah. But I, I wonder know. if that's only because of all the sci fi things that they've been thrown into, you know? Well, he was and so the I guess the big thing that I didn't like was just like yeah he's I get he was upset for being stood up but then to act like such a jealous raging asshole about it oh Scott Clark you went over Scott Clark's house like yes because she's oddly obsessed with this whole magnet thing right now just which is kind of her mo yeah you know I did like how she like randomly yelled at people to get things done. Yeah, all mom like. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It was awesome. That was great. But I don't know. I just, in some respect, their ways of handling things are so similar that I think they would have ended up butting heads too much. I feel like if they had broke that sexual tension, sexual and or romantic tension. Yeah, maybe that would have helped too. You're right. I think that would have helped because then I think they would have both been able to feel like they could, you know, open up and you know, safe place to express their feelings. And that would have been an interesting night for them. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, that's what Hopper wanted. You know, Joyce, you know, she was still, you know, at the morning, begin- she was still in mourning and they, they kept showing Bob and that was really nice. And I was like, they got to stop with these Bob flashbacks. And then they like showed the Bob death flashback. And I'm like, why this one? I'm like, why? <laughs> you couldn't why? have just made up another nice one of them why? watching Cheers? Why did you have to do... That's what I did. I was like, why are you doing this to me? He's so Basically. nice. <laughs> it's so much Yeah. But I'm sorry. I will always see him as that. 
Oh, yeah. Samwise Gamgee. Nope. Poor. Poor Bob. Poor Bob. I know. And then the, um, because what did I see? One of the, they deserve better memes. You know, it's like, um. Bob, Barb, and Fluffy the cat. Bob, Barb. Well, Alexi has been added. Alexi should have been added. And then there's somebody else, too, that I can't think of, but it's never Benny. It's never Benny from season one. Burger joint. Why? I don't know, but it makes me mad. <laughs> huh. There's never there's not enough justice for Benny outcry out there. <laughs> I mean, I get it, justice for Barb because I tell you we, what, you don't want to be in Hawkins with a, a with a B first initial. I mm-hmm. mean, you're just it means you're gonna die. And I yeah. can't figure out why. I don't know. But yeah, and I noticed, you know, Alexia was like, Well, he doesn't start with a B, so maybe they've broken away from that, but he's not from Hawkins. Right. Right. And then you know, he's Russian. So there's that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. The big thing that kind of irked me a bit, other than, you know, Hopper's fate, mm-hmm. was nobody ever bothered to ask Alexi why. Why are the Russians doing this? Yeah, because, yeah, he never explained that because it just kind of went into, well, they had like th- they had a gate in Russia. Like it sounded like they had a couple of gates. Yeah, they were Russia. at least aware of more than one. And you know, so yeah, so they had all these different. You know, they had multiple gates or whatever, and they tried the keys and it w- didn't work. But yeah, they didn't say why. I know, and they had all these conversations with Alexi where they're going through these plans. How do we blow this up? Blah blah blah. Why are you doing? It? Why are you doing this? Would have been. A pretty easy question to throw in there. And it would have been one where I couldn't stop myself from asking. Mm-hmm. And as a police officer who's dealing with a bunch of supernatural things that he really shouldn't have to deal with, wouldn't you want to know why? Tim kept <laughs> Tim keeps screaming at the TV because Hopper's not calling the rest of, like, you know, like any other, like any of his guys. Anyone else from, like, Hawkins PD, like, sassy black cop and clueless funny mustache one. Yes. No, they were, like, (laughs) stopping protesters, and that was the last you saw of them. Yep. Um, Also, just in general, other things going on in the town. Mike's parents. Mm -hmm. Do you think they'll be divorced next season? I want to put money on it. You know... She's really unhappy. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised because there was that essentially big divorce boom of the 80s. And she looked absolutely disgusted at him at the 4th of July festival. Yeah. And then her little speech to Nancy, too. She kind of slips up where she says, like, she says, like, I instead of, like, a general Mm -hmm. we or, you know... So I think Mike's going to have to deal with that. And maybe that'd be the vehicle for reuniting with Eleven more. Like, his mom moves away or or something. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. Now, of course, there's the question, the American, at the end. Is that Hopper? Is that Hopper? I don't know. But the whole posting his phone number on Twitter like that, did you know about that? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Do what now? Um, okay, so, I can't remember his name. It's, it's the one character of the show, I can't remember his name. But the guy who had that secure compound. Oh, yeah, yeah, Murray. Murray, thank you. On his Twitter account, every day after the show, he posted a single digit. Okay. If you put that together, it was a phone number. If you called it, it played a message. And it hinted at Hopper's supposed fate. Okay, because I know, like, the number on his phone um, and his house when, like, Joyce is holding it and she calls, you know, the number or whatever mm-hmm. to yell at him. If you call, I know, like, you can call that number. Well, I, I guess I don't know because I haven't done it. But I heard it was that number you can call. And you get some sort of message. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing I read was, like, you know, if this is 
first of all, like, you know, how'd you get this number or whatever? Or if this is Joyce or if this is my mom, like, blah, 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 blah. And then kind of goes on to whatever the message is about. Yeah. And I think Hopper's Twitter account did the same thing. Hmm. So that's supposed to be a clue that maybe he's not gone after all. And I saw in like a red carpet interview because it's like Comic-Con this weekend. And uh, he was talking to one of the magazines. I think it was like Variety or something. And he, the interviewer asked him about Hopper's fate. And the um, David Harbour pulled out like a page from a magazine and read a quote from the Duffer Brothers from a different interview. Nice. Nice. That was still vague and didn't answer anything. So I was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'd like to think it's him, but I also recognize that it's wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. And they could just be introducing an entirely new character. Yep. I mean, outside of the show, was he leaving because of Hellboy or some other commitments? Um, he is in, he has joined the MCU. They announced his role in Black Widow. Okay. For so phase four. It's unclear whether or not he'll be back. It seems like they they left a door open for him, but they can plug that hole with something else Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out. But see, Alexi said that like when it blows up, it turns the people to dust because he had seen it. Mm -hmm. So what, like this explosion wouldn't have turned him into dust because it was a functioning laser beam thingy. I mean, it's still exploding. Well, it's possible he got pulled off into one of those side rooms. I don't know. I doubt it. The timing just doesn't seem plausible yeah. to me. But like I said, I'd like to see him back. But at the same time, I don't like the backward steps his character took this season. Yeah. But I also kind of thought of it this way, though, too. In the first season, I it's almost like we see Hopper through the kid's eyes in a, in a way. Yes. In certain scenes. Because there's a scene in the principal's office. They're clearly afraid of him. You yes. know, he stands up. You see how tall he is. You get that visual. Right. Um, Season one, they're on the bus. He, you know, they're hiding out. The bad guys are there. They're thinking they're coming to get him. You hear the scuffle outside, and then it's just big bad Jim. And we don't see him kicking ass. You just hear him kicking ass. So it's this, like, mystery of, yeah, of, like, oh, my God, big bad awesome cop just kicked a bunch of ass and saved our asses. Um. And then what? Season two was, oh yeah, hiding okay. out, how hiding out, hiding L out. So perhaps it's more like you're still seeing him from the kid's perspective, and now, and that's they, why they're he's seeing, looking. They're seeing a less put together. They're seeing hopper. him as more of a human, as more of a person, yes. and less of a intimidating figure authority because they're also getting older and the way right but like they can see his actual flaws now whereas Mm -hmm. they saw him as just like this machine of a of a person you know yes exactly i mean he's still someone they turned to you know they still went looking for him they still had l go into the veil or whatever to be like he's in the woods going to illinois which was adorable and i was like and thank you for not pronouncing the s at the end of Illinois. <laughs> but so that's kind of thinking about it now. It's like maybe that's part of his evolution or de-evolution of the character is not necessarily de-evolution, but kind of removing some of the blinders. And like you said, seeing him as a a real person, a real person and so, seeing him for his flaws because they're becoming teenagers. And there's, you know, this scene where, you know, Hopper's trying to have his heart to heart with Mike and L, and Mike's sitting let, there oh. being a shit. That, I'd have fucking done the same goddamn thing as Hopper did. That's when I realized that I don't side with the kids anymore. Because I'm like, <laughs> you disrespectful little shit. Oh my god, I can't believe he hasn't hauled off and decked you right now because I would. Thrown your ass through the window. Holy shit. Oh, I wanted to. I wanted to. Yeah. And I got to give them credit for that scene because, oh, my God, I didn't expect to react so strongly to that. Yep. But I did. But, you know, you're talking about Hopper, at least from from their perspective, how he's changed or, or how he's changed to them. 
they kind of changed other characters in the show too. I mean, like Elle lost her powers, mm-hmm. so she's in a sense not useful that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan was kind of a bumbling idiot this season. Yeah, he had a, a couple of moments where he pulled something off at the last minute, but ultimately useless. I and then and then on top of that, Will being useless, and then those are the three that move away. Like, yeah, did they strip them of their their importance to remove them from the show? Hmm, I don't know. With Jonathan, I was more disappointed in him with the whole like Nancy situation and oh, me too. Mind flayed Tom and everything, and um, yeah, and fuck all those guys at Hawkins Post. Hated every single last one of them. One of them would have loved to see. Each and every one of their deaths. The one that Nancy ended up killing, I was not. Ha- I was not sorry to see die at all. No, not at all. But there were the others that ended up being dissolved into goo. Where I'm like, that's a kid. That's wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that was the mind flayer. But yeah, it doesn't care. No. So kudos to the show for being indiscriminate like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, ah shit, I forgot where I was going with that. Jonathan was Oh yeah, Jonathan. Disappointing. Jonathan was disappointed. Although so his whole thing with like kind of Nancy and it almost seemed like in a sense he wanted to move on. Just move on with like life. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's just kind of where the buyers are at. They just want to move on, want to play D&D, they want to just get a job and they just want their magnets to stay on their goddamn fridge and be normal. <laughs> right. And I understand. Normal. I totally understand. Um, but let's but, be realistic. But you with, can't. But with Jonathan, there was he didn't. You know when they're like when there was something scary or something kind of questionable, like when they went back to Driscoll's or whatever, and they heard the noise. They just looked at each other. They both found picked up the closest weapon and just went in for it. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. I gotta give him that. But you know. So he had. He did have those tiny other shiny moments because he had it. Like in the hospital. Right. But he went from being rather effective as as a frontline person like that to, to not being. Like he was always the first one knocked out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that was a chance to make Nancy look stronger than you may have perceived her before. I don't know. But I'm like, Jonathan, where the hell did you go? Yeah. Well, I mean, like when he... You know, because like he had gone out and gotten drunk and everything when, you know, Nancy called him all early... He's not putting any of this together. You know what I mean? He's just, he is kind of removed. So, yeah, I don't think he was even trying to see anything like that. Hmm. Yeah. I think he was just in a lot of denial. I felt like there was a little little bit of denial within Max for a bit. Yes. Um, Understandable, you know, but it was was like, mm, I feel like Max is smarter than that, but. You know, she's talking about, like, her stepbrother that she's had for a while, you know. Max's character needs more development. Yeah. I think we're only getting small pieces of it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. You kind of get a a deeper sense of the other kids, you know, family life, flaws, what their interests are, everything like that. But you don't get the same level with Max. Mm-mm. Like, I, she cared for Billy immensely, but the interactions we've seen between her and Billy in the previous season mm-hmm. were terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, why? What I, is it about how they ended up being a family that makes her care about him so much? I would have been interested to see or find out, I guess, a little bit more about their relationship between last season um, when she nearly got him in the nuts with Steve's nail hammer mm-hmm. um, to, yeah, like this season. Likewise, I mean. And then maybe even a little something more within the memories. Yeah, and I would have liked to seen it from Billy's side too. Like, yeah. Did he actually care about her? Yeah. And just didn't know how to express that in a healthy way. I want to know. But instead, we got to view Billy's mommy issues Mm -hmm. and why he's so attracted to other moms. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting from a Freudian way. It was like, okay. Sure was. 
cool. Moving but, on. Yeah, I mean, and I, I felt a little bad for Billy. Not a lot because because of only what we are what we have been given of that character, which has been all shit and douchebaggery. Um, but at the end, I did feel a little bad. I felt really bad for him actually, and I felt but I also really bad for Max. was like, dude, some of these choices are on you. And I don't feel bad for you for making them. You might not have been given the best tools as far as decision-making goes, but you still had that there. Mm -hmm. You still could have made a different choice. It just would have been harder for you. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think he wanted to do harder. No. (laughs) Unless it was Mike's mom. (laughs) Oh, and I just have to give it up for Karen's hair evolution over the seasons it has been amazing to watch it has and, and just incredible um it's taken me back lots lots of aquanet aquanet remember seeing lots of aquanet in her house growing up speaking of her though again what is the age difference between her and mike's dad whose name i just don't know 10 thank you um <laughs> I, it's gotta be it's gotta be a lot I mean, that guy looks like he's pushing 60. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Good old Ted. Oh, man. Good old Ted. Poor Karen. Well-meaning Ted. <laughs> well-meaning. Boring as hell. Yep. Somehow manages to have one attractive child, at least, despite looking like he's 60-some years old and unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't see it, you know? I don't see it. I'm like, Karen, nope. is is Nancy really, is Nancy really his kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switched at the hospital. Uh, apparently mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that Lifetime movie or ABC miniseries or whatever. Lifetime movies. <gasps> God, They're the authority on everything. They are. <laughs> so, yeah. Stranger Things season three. I heard that four is starting to film soon. Well, they're going to have to. Or they're going to be adults soon. Yeah. If they're not already. How old are they now? Mm. Oh, I, you know, I think they're older than their characters, but right. not so by a whole hell of a eventually lot. They're not that legal. gets hard to shoot. That sounded terrible. They're not legal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. They're not 18. They're not of legal drinking age. Yeah. That's what voting, she. That's what she age. meant. That's yep. what she meant. Voting and drinking. <laughs> oh, oops. That was bad. That's not. No. It's, Anyways, it's fine. I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, and then I think they're doing four, and then maybe a fifth one. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next one. So season mm-hmm. three did not disappoint in that regard. Mm-hmm. What were Aaron's issues? Or have you, like, kind of brought him up, sprinkled him throughout? Kind of sprinkled him throughout. Gotcha. Um, he thinks Hopper's death was stupid. Like, stupid, like, and unnecessary, he saw it, he or saw just the way it a mile went. away. Yeah. It's like, really? Really? That's how he's going to go? Really? <laughs> One um, of those. Mind you, when he put Russian Terminator into the laser that machine. That was badass. That was graphic as hell. That was. Like, of all the things that happened that season, that was the one that made me go, oh, oh my god, oh. Because uh-huh. it's like, whoa, that actually looked realistic. That was good. As much <laughs> as one can imagine that with a laser that doesn't exist. You yeah. know, but still. Yeah, oh, that was good. Man. I'm, I'm picturing it now, and I'm, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. We're watch- Yeah, we're going to be watching the finale tonight, because Tim's the worst at trying to binge watch anything. Mm-hmm. Two episodes max a night yep all right good night folks mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well uh, admittedly we watched it at a slow pace as well just you know whole changing jobs and everything yeah kind of hard to relax oh, yeah well i mean you had other stuff going on so i gotta uh, say that about it too as much as it being kind of scary in places so let's be honest if we're being objective it is mm-hmm. um it wasn't something where you watch an episode or two before bed and then you're like, I can't sleep now. Right. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that. So it was still in its own way relaxing to watch. And that was nice. <laughs> Considering the sores. <laughs> but 
I also had a huge problem with it, too, because, you know, there's so much focus on the ice cream shop, and I just really wanted ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) By the time we finished watching the episodes, I couldn't go to the grocery store or the ice cream shop. Yeah. That's kind of the bummer of, like, the smaller towns. Every day. Every day I wanted ice cream that I watched that, and I couldn't have it. God damn it. Get some ice cream. They need to make interactive TV, I think, so I can enjoy ice cream from Scoops Ahoy while watching the Hell show. Yeah. Oh my God, one of the USS Butterscotch. Hell yeah, I want to eat that. <laughs> Just once. Maybe twice. I don't know. It depends how good it is. I'd be like Erica. I'd be taking samples. I would like a sample of these, please. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Can you mix these two together? I, I'm just not sure on the flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Actually, can you get a little bit more of the chocolate and a little less of the straw? Can you just there? You go. Your ratios are wrong. You suck at this. Just let me do just it. Just let me do it. <laughs> oh, what do you think of like their little Russian code? Once Robin cracked it, I was like, "Well, duh." But in the I meantime, know. I was like, "Oh my God, what does it mean? It can mean anything." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, the fucking mall are you?" Go- the Russians are completely inept at code. Yeah. That, that's, that was my main thought. But also, <laughs> watching Steve and Robin puzzle that out was amusing. Because they're, like, the least smart of all of mm-hmm. these kids. And not saying Robin is stupid, because she's not stupid. Steve is a bit. It's okay. Somebody has to be here. Yeah. There's no real concept yeah. of smart. But those kids All those are kids are all nerds. Ridiculously in their intelligent. Yeah. And Especially they actually Dustin. they actually exercise it. Yeah. Like, they don't just rest on their laurels, so to speak. Yeah. But watching those two, the relative idiots of the group, figure this out was pretty awesome. Yeah. But so proud of our so proud of our scoops troop. I love that Steve figured out the music. That was his contribution. I know. <laughs> Why are you listening to the music, Steve? It's this, it's this rocking horse, you guys. It's here. Which was the breakthrough that Robin needed to figure out the code. So yeah. it was useful. It was. And, you know, they're impossible to crack an interrogation because they were literally telling the truth. <laughs> and nobody wanted to believe them. Oh, man. Because, honestly, nobody wants to believe that that's their life going forward. No. Also, have to mention Steve getting a win. And so for a brief moment, I thought we were going to get out of this season without him getting his ass kicked. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then he got taped to a chair and got his ass kicked anyway. It's like, so I was like, come on. It's like, all right, y'all gave Will a break this year. Next year, kind can of. you give, well, ish, mostly. I mean, he was still, eh emotionally beat up yeah he was oh and his whole scene and like busting up castle buyers yeah that was sad that was sad yeah timmy was like no not for buyers don't do it oh growing up sucks (laughs) (laughs) it's like i've live i've like tweeted shit ross has said when we watched past seasons because it's hilarious you need to do that for him i should have been doing it for timmy because so far the only questions ross has asked is who's that again because it's uh, been a while, and he's like, and they're enough. also grown up. Right. But um, I'm going to have to go soon, so we should probably end the discussion with three favorite movies. Go. Oh, my God. No, I can't do this. All right. <laughs> All right so in terms of, like, watchability, I'm going to go with That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks. Oh, I love that one. Liv Tyler. Um, Ch- can't, um, Jonathan Sketch. Whoever. Just a ton of people are in it. Um, I love the shit out of that movie. I love the shit out of um, Across the Universe. It's one of the few musicals I can watch a billion times over. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's Beatles songs. Um, Evan, Evan Rachel Wood. Okay. And um, shit, I can't think of anything else. Anyone else? I'm drawing a total blank. That's all right. And another movie that I really love that I can just watch a bunch of times is Marie Antoinette with Kirsten Dunst. Interesting choice. And directed by Sofia Coppola. Mm-hmm. I'm typically not a fan. I Well, I take that back. That's nowhere near a correct statement. But usually period pieces with um, more updated current music, you know, not period music, mm-hmm. sometimes can take me out of the moment, take me out of the movie. Um, not the case with that movie. I think it, they, she did an amazing job incorporating 
um, like yeah, the pop music that, and everything. Well. Yeah. And the costuming and the colors and the aesthetic of the movie and um, Jason Schwartzman. Totally huge crush on him, always and forever. Really? Yes. Huh. <laughs> and uh, Kirsten Dunst, always, always love her. Will always love her. Mm-hmm. Um, those are three movies that I can always pretty much watch whenever. Now okay. I have, it, I do have a really long list of favorite movies, so it's unfair to ask me. <laughs> right, <laughs> but change it it's an interview question. It's le- it's legit. It's legit. Okay, you go. Okay. So, I definitely have to say Princess Bride. Nice. I love that movie. It is the best. I can watch it all day, every day. That is a great movie. Um, classic. And I don't classic, care yeah. what anyone else says. No. Is this a kissing book? So many puns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Andre the Giant. Uh-huh. And inconceivable. Inc- I swear, if I ever get a personalized license plate, that's what's going to be on it. Nice. It's... Amazing cast, great story, well, okay. great writing. Exactly, but in terms of the inconceivable license plate thing, imagine that with a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> there's layers of humor. You already don't look handicapped enough. I know, so there's layers of humor to this. I, I can't not do this. Like, seriously, if I ever win anything in the lottery of consequence, I'm doing that. Um, other than that, uh, so... Ten Things I Hate About You. Really? Oh, I can watch that over and over and over again. <laughs> it is based on Shakespeare's The Taming of the Shrew, which is one of my favorite plays of his. I love it. Okay. Gotcha. And so I get all of those references in it. Like I got that the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But then there's the pop culture references layered on top. And oh, it's just it's, it's just a really good play. And the soundtrack yeah. keeps you engaged. It's just, they did that really well. As far as Shakespeare adaptions go, that's entertainment. That was a good one. Okay. Yeah. The third one, oh, man, that's harder. Like, I, I can never round out a top three very well. It's <laughs> <laughs> your stupid fucking question. No, it's the, it's the interviewer's question. And you're Robin and I'm Steve here. <laughs> oh, it's that new one that came out with uh, the guy who tries to bang his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh steve he did end up rattling off great movies though like that are now considered okay so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you two because if i was being completely juvenile i'd be like the lion king because i love that movie but um it's actually the usual suspects okay let me give you some perspective on this. <laughs> First time I have ever seen a main character with cerebral palsy mm-hmm. who was important. Mm-hmm. Like, so it had me hook, line, and sinker. Spoiler alert, by the way. When it turned out he didn't have it, oh, I was devastated. Like, not only did I not see that twist coming, and it was the only movie ever where I haven't seen a twist coming. Do you think you didn't see the twist coming because you were so just like heart eye emoji over the representation? Absolutely. And then absolutely. And then just fucking crushed. So I didn't see that twist <laughs> coming. So emoji. it was like a sucker punch to the gut that hit so hard you couldn't help falling to your knees and crying a mm. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be and, dramatic or anything. And I watched this in my junior year of high school creative writing <laughs> class and i was so devastated that the teacher felt like she needed to talk to me afterwards. oh no <laughs> did you cry no but i was like why why did you oh. <laughs> no why can't cripples be super genius why can't they be evil geniuses too <laughs> oh shit and my poor, my poor best friend was sitting there in the desk next to me, and she's like, are you okay? Aww. Uh, it was a bad day. It was. <laughs> I was so into this movie. I love it. Oh, but I love it. I mean, Verbal Kent was telling such amazing story, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, who is this Kaiser? Yeah. It's, 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 it's Gabriel Burt. It's totally Gabriel Burt. It's him. And I'm like, I'm like. Oh my God! It's him! Like, and he's, what's, he's what's slipping away from the police what's station. And I'm like, what's yes, a, oh my God, yes, yes! And then, then he stops walking like me, and I'm like, no! 
<laughs> and then the board and the voiceover and the mug and then the yeah i had the whole shock as the mug was falling over. <laughs> i literally did i lived that movie <laughs> as much as one can so <sighs> holy shit well, i'm sorry that happened to you <laughs> I'm not. that was a mind-blowing experience i appreciate it for what nice. it was nice but, you know, things have progressed since then. There's been two shows on TV now that focus on disabled people. Mm-hmm. One's been canceled, unfortunately. Speechless uh, is about a kid with CP, um, wheelchair-bound, mm-hmm. can't talk, so uses one of those Stephen Hawking-esque boards. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. And then Special, which Amelia told me to watch from Denmark. Oh, okay. So right. we'll have to check those out and talk All about right. them. All right. Well, you'll have to send me links, so I'll remember to add them. All right. Well, Laura's got to go. Well, thank you for stopping by today. No problem. All right. We'll do this another time. (laughs) Bye.